0: Welcome into episode two of our still nameless podcast. We're still trying to figure that out. Um, so, I was recording the previous episode and I noticed a lot of things that I did in that episode that, you know, I don't want to point them out and don't want to annoy you guys. But yeah, there's a lot of things to improve. So, we're trying something new. I'm sitting a little further back and hopefully that sounds better for you guys. Um, hopefully, the lighting's okay and so on and so forth. And if you hear birds chirping, don't mind them. Springtime
1: in New yes. England. So,
0: yeah. um, so in this episode, we're going to get kind of right into it. We're going to talk about expireds and canceleds. Uh, there's still a lot of those going on right now, even though we're still in the midst of this crazy market. So we're kind of just... I'm going to be like in the perspective of the audience asking the questions that, like I think they would ask, like the typical consumer would ask who had an expired listing or had a canceled listing or maybe withdrawn listing. Um, so I'll, I'll kind of be the consumer so my dad will be answering the questions because he's the veteran here he knows the answers to these questions and he's going to try to help you guys out along the way and kind of you know lead you in the right direction if you have questions and maybe make it more clear for you so you can move on with your listing what is a canceled Listing.
1: Okay, if you are with a real estate broker and it's entered into the multiple listing service, no matter where you are in the country, there is what's called a canceled listings. Those typically happen for three reasons that I have found in my career. Something has dramatically changed in your circumstances where you just don't want to sell anymore, lost a job, an illness, something came up, a job uh, transfer came, uh, fell apart. Or some other reason like that you can't find a home that's in your budget so you basically just take it off the market and you'll wait two three five years or something else to turn around typically a canceled is just taking it off the market there is a form it's usually a signature of some kind With electronics today, it can be done uh, electronically, but a canceled is a simple process of taking it off the market. The real estate agent has no control, the real estate brokerage has no control, and you have no obligation to them after you sign the canceled
0: document. So that's pretty self-explanatory right there. Cancels happen Would you say that right now in this current market that cancels happen more often than they used to, or is it more rare in this current market?
1: Well, we are currently coming in um, to the spring market here in New England, early spring 2021, coming out of COVID, and the market is just nuts. You could be watching this five years from now, I don't know, but right now the market is nuts there is not enough inventory to the amount of buyers and demand there's overbidding there's 10 buyers for every one property they're overbidding by astronomical amounts I am a certified real estate appraiser as well as a real estate broker so I am seeing it from that side Uh, it's just kooky what's going on in the market so If you are canceled or need to cancel, maybe you don't like the brokerage that you were with, the marketing isn't right, something's not right, you do need to really sell, and this agent or office just isn't getting it done, you can cancel for that reason. And in this market, if that is the reason, uh, it's a good reason because everything is selling. So if you're in a position where yours isn't moving, you should definitely reach out, get a second opinion, interview other agencies. Or call us here if you're in Central Mass and and let us know uh, how we can help you. There's a reason that it's not moving, and it could be a multitude of reasons, and we can get
0: into that in a little bit. Yeah, one thing I noticed about the canceled and expireds is none of them are m- marketed, like, at all. But it's just on the MLS, and person who's listing property kind of just does the basic stuff, like, like what I mentioned in the first episode. But uh, anyway, I wanna move on to what is an expired listing? So some people might have questions about that.
1: Okay, when when a house, a property goes on the market, again, using a real estate brokerage, a real estate agent, you sign a contract and there is a duration of time from when the agent puts it on the market, when you sign your contract to sell, uh, it's usually 60, 90, 120 days. Some offices want six months. Whatever that duration of time is, is the contract. That office has the exclusive right, usually, in most markets, to sell your property. If somebody, they will market it, they'll put it in the MLS, they can put a sign out, lockbox. They, they, some of them do social media, most don't. Uh, there's a lot of things that they could be doing. But an expired, basically, is when it runs its course, it gets through the entire time frame of the contract, whether it's 60, 90, 120 days, whatever it may be, and it expires. Basically, the contract just ends and at midnight on the last day that you had signed in. So a cancellation can occur before that, anytime before that, An expired is basically just the expiration of the contract time and date. And that basically is also a different way it leaves the market. It is no longer available to anybody as of that midnight. But that is the difference between an expired and a canceled. One is a proactive getting it off the market. The other one is just the end of a contract life.
0: I was also curious about, because you see people like continue to use the same brokerage or agent with like four different expired listings. Like why why do you think they do that? Is it because, because they don't want to go through the process of interviewing other agents or brokerages and they're just like, whatever, I'll give you another chance?
1: Good question, Jake. That does happen a lot. Um, yes. A lot of times there, there are so many real estate agents in the country, uh, 1.3 or 1.4 million realtors. 1.4, I think. And that, that's just the realtors that have voluntarily joined the National Association of Realtors. And then you still have licensees. There's a bazillion licensees above and beyond that. A lot of people know, a lot of people. Everybody in every family probably has a real estate agent that's licensed somewhere in the family. Your neighbor could be it. Your mailman could be it. It could be anybody. And you develop a comfort zone. And you, you just you don't want to jump through the hoops of interviewing these different agents. A lot of them say the same thing. Um, everyone promises the moon, obviously. It expires, but you still have a relationship already built in. You have a comfort zone. You don't want them to feel bad that it didn't sell. So you just keep putting up and sticking to the same firm, same firm, same firm. And there's some – I get some background. I get some of that stuff in, in my appraising end of it because they will vent more to me as a complete stranger in their home for five minutes than they do to their actual agent that has the contract. It, it's anecdotal, but it, it's, it's a reality. It doesn't happen. So a lot of people, it's just a comfort thing. But realize the second you cancel, the second it expires, you can't interview multiple other players. Your goal is to get it moved, get your property sold or bought, depending on which side you're on. Feel free to shop around and interview if you want. If you're in Central Mass, consider us. Thank you.
0: And I guess you could say withdrawn is kind of like the trifecta for the expired, canceled, and and the withdrawn is very similar. So what exactly is withdrawn? It doesn't happen as often.
1: Withdrawn is from the real estate brokerage perspective. It's the real estate agent's perspective. You might not like the activity that's going on. You might not like something or there's a temporary pause um, in your lifestyle, changing of schools, changing of jobs, pregnancy illness. Something happens and you just don't want people traipsing through your house. A withdrawn is basically taking your property off the market. But a withdrawn contract keeps the contract with the existing real estate agent and real estate brokerage firm. So if you're not happy with the real estate agency that you're associated with, and they keep pushing, well, you can withdraw it, you can withdraw it. Yes, you can withdraw it from the market, but you are still attached at the hip to that agency. So if that's one of your pet peeves, you're better off canceling it rather than withdrawing it. Keep that in mind. There is a good distinction because it does keep you under contract, just not on the market. So if you have a six month contract, it could be a while before you lose that relationship. So depends on your reasoning and rationale for the withdrawal.
0: Like I said, I'm I'm in the perspective of you guys watching this if you guys have experienced this before. And there's various things that could have gone wrong with the listing for expired, canceled, withdrawn. Um, And I kind of just wanted to ask, My dad right here, what could have went wrong? Curb appeal, location, like all those various factors. What do you have to say about that?
1: Well, that is a Pandora's box of a question because what went wrong depends on so many variables. Um, You are able to get your second opinions. Again, if you're canceled, off the market, officially expired, uh, you can open up and bring in other professionals. You can bring in and have a private appraisal. Yes, you can have a private appraisal. And you can ask them to perform that duty from the perspective of the market, from the perspective of what they're seeing in the marketplace during that particular date, time in the market. Right now, things are on the market 30 days. If you're not under agreement, there's a problem. But I have also been in the market uh, as an agent in my career where it's six months before you potentially could get an offer. So it depends on the market. There's ups, there's downs. So, I think that we should go through a checklist of the primary ones, mm-hmm. and we'll break those down one by one, because uh, it could be a lot of different things that fit into different um, niches of being on the market.
0: We have curb appeal, we have like location, uh, you can pick which one you want to start with. Oh, we'll start at the top. Okay, well, so we'll but, start with curb appeal, but, or well, how does curb appeal affect if a listing goes expired or canceled? All right, so... Or withdrawn.
1: <laughs> well, either way, the property didn't sell is, is the bottom line why didn't it sell curb appeal is a major chunk of it now again in today's market which is very non-typical you don't have time to drive by 10 homes and figure out the two you want to see Today you're making offers without seeing property. Yeah, you so, see
0: that online and stuff. Some people make their purchases just by pe- seeing people are
1: online. doing more and more Video. online, 3D tours and all of that, and it's a it, it's 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 amazing what some of the stuff is. Um, I was on an appraisal the other day and the first photo I saw in MLS of this particular pr- property was the bathroom. <laughs> it's never where you want to begin a tour, in a bathroom. Um, if you're doing an outside photo, it should be the front of the house it should be at the right angle under the right lighting and it should be landscaped if you are not somebody that landscapes for the duration of the contract your mls and going on the market you should prepare to have a landscaper come in and make this thing as pretty as you can right off the bat pre-listing that should be part of the negotiations with the real estate agent that should be part of the budget Just putting it on and hope it sells with falling apart roof and overgrown bushes, that will turn off people. It doesn't look good in photos, uh, even online. It's just not practical if you want to get the job done, which is sell your house.
0: Similar to location, and you hear it all the time about how location is the most important thing in real estate. Location, location, location. How does the location effect if a property can go expired or canceled.
1: Again, you're, you're talking expired, canceled, something happened where the house hasn't sold, you're not happy about something, caveat of the personal issues, something came up that way. Uh, if you're just not happy with the results of being on the market, location is often a key component to that, to that decision. Uh, Do you live on a semi-busy road? Do you live downwind from a pig farm? Are you near a highway? Is there a train? Is all of these different aspects? Are you from or one of the better houses, most maintained, bigger yard, bigger square footage in a neighborhood with much smaller, less maintained properties? Well, you're the best property in a worse neighborhood that affects value. That affects what the buyer is going to see. If they can go two blocks away and have a more neutral environment, or they can buy a smaller house in a better neighborhood, they can always grow up and increase equity faster. So location has everything to do with it. Now, I see doing appraisals all the time, people that have some external obsolescence or external issues, they're priced against properties that don't compete. Agents want to get the highest value in the least amount of time, but they never tell you the hard facts. You live on a highway. The comps, the sales that they use to price it, the comps and sales an appraiser must use to price it, come from the same environment. I cannot go down the street to a beautiful subdivision with birds and butterflies that are nowhere near the busy road. I need sales on a busy road, just like potentially your property. Location means everything and an appraiser, you could get a buyer, potentially the deal gonna die. Most buyers need financing. All financing is typically subject to an appraisal of some kind, whether it's a computer program or it's a physical appraisal. And that's when location matters. That's when location turns into pricing. Pricing turns into lack of buyers, frustration because it didn't sell at your price in your timeline. Uh, So everything's relative. Everything comes back to to basically the location in that instance.
0: And and you mentioned pricing a few times. Do you think um, pricing, is responsible for most expired and cancels like it was a you know too high or too low or whatever the case may be
1: pricing is most of it again in this current market we are in it's just too crazy people don't even care they're just throwing at the wall and see what sticks they'll deal with the consequences later but pricing in 99 percent of the regular market yes it's that's probably the king If you price it to the location and the condition, you will have successful results 99% of the time. So pricing needs to be, again, apple to apple. You can't price it against oranges or grapes or bananas because an apple is an apple and it's always going to be an apple. I just give you that caveat. When you're pricing it, use a professional. Be Be, Be prepared to hear the hard truth about your location. If you're in the beautiful subdivision, then comps are from the beautiful subdivision. If you live near a cliff, you have to get comps near a cliff. If you're on a train track, you better have comps from a train track. You better be offsetting to price it accordingly to that similar environment. Because the buyers, they're looking at all that. Google, Google Street View, all these overhead satellite views. You can do anything on a cell phone. they you're not gonna hide the highway. You're not gonna hide the satellite. You're not gonna hide what's under it. Price it according to location. And condition,
0: and we have marketing. Marketing is obviously very, very important for every business, and especially when it comes to listing a home for sale. Where do you think marketing uh, is in the process of leading to expired to canceled? Well,
1: back when I started in my career in
0: 1985,
1: marketing was handshakes, networking, and then we invented the sign. Real estate signs started going up on the lawn, and flash. Fast forward to 2021, and marketing everything. so widespread uh that could be your personal uh, social media networking it could be the clubs and and meetings you're at it could be within your own office The, the marketing today should be so widespread signs 3d uh radio stations cars could pull up in front of your house and listen to the whole description about your house
0: paid advertising
1: advertising crazy The internet, uh, multiple platforms. Back in the day, it was only the multiple listing service.
0: like this podcast right here. This is marketing.
1: This is marketing 101. And when we start talking, you know, the future, who knows where it's going to be in two to four years. AI. AI, AI, Yeah, absolutely. All of that, 3D modeling, um, indoor drone, outdoor drone. You've got so many options today. And if your property warrants that kind of marketing, it should get and deserve that kind of marketing. A lot of agents, they just put it in the MLS. They're done. Put a sign on the lawn and they wait for the commission check. There's so much more involved in that. There's so much personality that you could invoke into each and every home and give it some personality that a lot of agents miss the boat on a lot of that. And that's actually your expertise coming out of college with a marketing degree.
0: And putting it to use right now is we're <laughs> starting. So bottom line is marketing is pretty much everything. Marketing is the lifeblood of every single business that you see. Businesses fail because their marketing and sales is not good and houses don't sell because their marketing is not good. So marketing is the lifeblood. And then I guess it kind of relates to the staging and photos that we have uh, listed here. So staging, obviously, massively important to get the consumer a look at what furniture in the house looks like, and the photos also tie that in together. So where do you think staging and photos goes with all this?
1: Again, this, this all begins when you contract with your real estate professional. Before you go on the market, you have to have a very serious conversation of how your property competes with the market. There are a lot of immaculate properties with pristine lawns and big budgets to have it nice and beautiful. You walk into homes and you could tell they have maid service and this is just part of their budget and part of their lifestyle. And then you walk into many other homes and it's called the lived in look. Uh, I am personally living in a house that is half lived in. Yes, you have a life, but when you go on the market, you have to temporarily change that life. Photos need to be removed. Furniture needs to be removed. The property does need to be clean and painted and presentable. You do need to have your landscaping for your curb appeal. And what typically can happen is I would walk through a house and take multiple photos the day we sit and meet for the first time. And then I'll come back to you a couple three days later and I will explain to you all of the things I see in those photos that the market will see. And you'd be amazed how much different that house can be made to look once all of that is cleaned up, moved, organized, and put, whatever. I don't care if the garage is packed with all of the extra stuff. At least it's out of the house and the house can be shown as if it can be lived in accordingly. So staging, again, you don't lead off with a picture of a bathroom. You don't lead off with a picture of a new roof or a a furnace.
0: What what do you suggest leading off with for, for photos?
1: Okay, so yeah, staging photos, just like the outside and the curb appeal, Staging is the indoor curb appeal. I highly recommend you use a professional that understands the staging aspect. Uh, You cannot have personal property, uh, personal photos. You cannot have religious items out. Um, When I walk into places, I look at the big picture. And a good practice is to take a bunch of pictures of every room in your house and pretend you're on the outside world looking in. Do you have anything displayed? That shouldn't be displayed, uh, such as the religious objects, personal information, children's names on the wall, um, family photos, all of that is personal information that you're putting out into the world without even knowing it. Uh, there is could, there potentially could be racial bias. There potentially could be religious bias. There's there's so many different layers to what people see that translates to being online. So even if somebody doesn't come in your home, like the current market is so out of control, people are bidding without seeing you are actually seeing what is posted online. Get a good agent, get a good office professional photography, stage the home. If, if you're not in the position or your agent is not in the position to give you solid advice, there are professionals in the area that'll do that for you they will remove furniture remove clutter uh you probably should go through and give it a quick paint job just like the outside needs sprucing up in the landscape even if it's not every week at least at some point you can take photos with clean landscaping you can take photos inside that are decluttered presentable finished painting um presentable for basically the public viewing
0: okay there's also those special circumstances that we that you have like foreclosure that type of thing how's that affect everything
1: Well, expireds canceled. I mean, again, there's multiple reasons. uh, But if you're in a position where you have a unique circumstance, you need to sell now. Your job needs you in four weeks. There is a a loss of a family member and the income has dropped dramatically that was supporting the household. If you need to to get out of your situation, that's a unique circumstance. You need a unique marketing. You need extra marketing, more attention. If it is in less than great condition, if you're a senior and you are not in the physical position to fix the house, do the landscaping, There are buyers that will come in and buy it as is. Excuse me. It's an estate and somebody's out of state. Your children are in California and the property's here in Central Mass. That's a unique situation. Who's watching out for the property? Who's managing it? How quick can you sell it? Are there debt on the property? Are there mortgages? Um, If you have a failed septic, all of these items are things that Needs special attention special circumstances it needs to pr- be priced accordingly and it needs to be marketed to the correct potential buyers just like a small single family should be marked to people that need a small single family there are people with eight bedroom homes big big victorians and colonials those should be marketed to that market and a lot of agents just throw it in the mls and hope it you know catches somebody But there's so many more other ways to market that uh, you need to target a lot more. Special circumstances could be a plethora of different answers, different reasons, uh, but they should be targeted individually, personalized to those markets that you'll have to buy. And uh, if you are in that situation, we love helping uh, get through that situation for you. We'll, we'll stand side by side and show you the best results, whether it's fixing and listing, listing as is, uh, going through an investor, or maybe that's something we can partner with you and we share the profits at the end. So
0: any of those are special circumstances. Question now is where do you go from here? If you're expired and canceled, after hearing all that information, what's the next step? Well, the next
1: step is now that you've understood what people on the outside are seeing. And again, do you have a curb appeal problem? Do you have a condition problem? Do you have a time frame problem? Do you have a marital problem where you just need to liquidate? Now you can open up your eyes, look from the outside in and figure out exactly what's going on for your situation and... Call a professional, interview professionals. And if you're in the central mass market, I hope you're uh, calling us. But you need advice for your specific situation. Don't hide it. Be honest, be open, and let just get the do- job done basically at that point.
0: All right, so that'll do it for this episode. Our camera battery is getting low. I hope you guys were informed in that episode. I hope you got value out of it. And hopefully, you know, you want to pick up the phone or any way you want to contact us, you can contact us. We'd love to help you out. If not, just keep listening to for the next episodes. The next episode, episode three, will be about for sale by owner. Excited about that one, and that'll be coming out. Yeah, it'll be coming out soon. So thank you guys so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.
1: U.S. Realty Consultants.com. And the hat.